0: Welcome to another edition of Up Next with Lily and Tim. Hi. Today we're going to talk about some of the favourite things you've done in life. You know, in the, in the sort of recent life, I guess, anyway. Uh, so, up first. Lil, what, what are some of the things you've really enjoyed doing over the last couple of years?
1: Well, I have a few highlights. So, first... Last year, I went to Japan, which is a really fun experience, to be the mascot for the Rugby World Cup, and I ran out on the field with the players and had a few days in Japan where we explored it, and I really enjoyed that first.
0: Okay, back that up a little bit. Yes. Tell everybody how you ended up in Japan, in Tokyo, in front of Mm -hmm. 50,000 people. How did that all come about?
1: Okay, so we got an email for the Rugby World Cup, and... We could send in a video message to like cheer on the Wallabies players for the tournament in Japan. And so we sent in a video, and they chose us to be at the Wallabies vs. Wales game and yeah, so that's what happened. How cool
0: was that? I mean, what what happened was yeah, yeah I mean, the, I got the phone call. It came through one afternoon after you'd come home from school, mm-hmm. and then you got we got the call from the um the production company of the uh, advertising agency. Great bunch of people, by the way, at Rocket. Thanks very much. And it was pretty exciting, wasn't it? I mean, we yes. got over there, and what was the thing they they said? You can take you've won, and you can oh, take yeah. one parent with you. So how do we go about organising that?
1: So. We already know Dad wanted to come, but we had to take Mom as well. So she we she also tagged along, so we bought her a ticket and so it was a whole family trip and I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, and so, so we we got mummy over there as well anyway. So tell us about the experience on the day. It was pretty cool, wasn't it? So you just said you you got to be a mascot. Yeah. Um you got to run out with the um with the players. Tell us about that what was going through your mind when you when you're lining up and getting ready to run on the field. You had a bit of rehearsals first, didn't yes. you? Yes.
1: So first, before the game, like really early in the morning, we had some rehearsals. I think we had like two or something and some random man or like you would like um, pretend to be the player and run out and we'd have the dr- big Japanese drums and it'd be really fun experience. And then when it came to the real thing, I was really nervous and because I'd never really been in front of that many people before. And so and you're forgetting there was probably about <laughs> 20
0: something million on television watching as well.
1: Yeah. And running out, it was like really surreal. You could see everyone they're like, "Whoa, you're like cheering And then standing in front of the um, the whole crowd singing the national anthem that was really cool as well. <laughs>
0: now you told me something I mean you ran out with Michael yep. Hooper the captain that was mm-hmm. pretty pretty special. I mean the Wales anthem was pretty awesome as well. Yes. But you said it, it's it's funny because when you watch them on television the wallabies you, you see them all mouthing the words but you actually said to me what would you say to me that was act- they sung pretty loudly didn't they? They
1: sing uh, on TV I feel like they're just mouthing the words but like when you're standing next to them they're really singing like really loud so I don't maybe the cameras don't pick that up or something but they really had a good spirit and they were really like ready to play even though the game we didn't our team the wallabies we lost but
0: yeah, that was a bit of a shame I was doing yes. my best to yell yell the, my lungs <laughs> out as well when we were there um now listen also during that mm-hmm. trip what other things did you get up to it was pretty exciting you're over there for we we're over there for a few days weren't we yeah five six days It what else did you get up to there
1: So one of my highlights on the trip was we got to go to Studio Ghibli Museum and it's a huge museum with like Japanese cartoons like Totoro and there was like um, stop motion little shorts we could watch and like all these cute little like museum like things like you could go up to the top and there was a big statue of like a big robot with a beautiful garden and we got to watch this animation which is in japanese and um yeah i've really enjoyed that that was so fun
0: it was pretty cool i mean you, we've got to understand everybody's out there that uh, <laughs> japan's pretty much the home of anime isn't it that yeah. sort of that sort of style and um it was i think when we when we knew we were going to japan we were pretty excited <laughs> but we organized it took us um, it takes a while to try and get into studio ghibli because it was months ahead of time so we yeah. went to the, the japanese consulate uh, luckily had some um uh, passes that we can actually buy to get over there anyway, the Japanese um, mm. tourism office. So that, that kind of helped there. Um, overall, what did you like about Tokyo?
1: I thought it was like a really, it had a really good feel to it. Like everyone, it, everyone seemed really happy there and positive and everyone just seemed like overall really nice. I loved there was vending machines everywhere and the little cute little streets with the little shops and um, little tucked away down like alleys, little food places you could eat from i thought that was really fun and a lot different to here in sydney so it was kind of a change and i really yeah i really enjoyed going there
0: and the subways were pretty amazing weren't they
1: yes the subway trains those were so cool
0: <laughs> it was pretty pretty sort of busy running around over there look mm-hmm. it was a great sort of time and and to say i think um japan's this really special place and the, and the people were very welcoming and uh, i think when the rugby world cup was on it was it was a. Uh, it was a pretty brilliant vibe over there. Now, with with the delays to the Olympics, that's going to be really special for Tokyo as well. And I, I, yeah. I think they're very welcoming people. They're very well organized. That's what I love it oh, about yeah. <laughs> it. Um, and, and listen, you also had that was that was sort of the beginning of the year, but so that was so the end of the year, beginning of the year, you had a pretty special thing. You went down to Melbourne and and tell yes. us about that. What did what did your old man? I'll take all credit for this. What did you What was what did we organize and what happened down in Melbourne?
1: Okay, so one afternoon I came back from school and you sat me down and you told me that we were going to go to Melbourne, Supernova, to see Millie Bobby Brown, who I really love. And uh, that was just the best day ever. I really loved that.
0: <laughs> okay, for the uninitiated, yep. Millie Bobby Brown, uh, actress, Potential singer, I believe, even now, but obviously yes. at the star of the, of the Netflix show Stranger Things. Is that yep. That's when I think, I, I remember buying, bringing back the DVDs for one of my trips to America and, and bought the DVDs and that's where you kind of, I guess, managed to sort of, uh, I guess, hero worship Millie Bobby Brown. Tell us about that experience when you went down there. What was it? This was for Comic Con or something. Wasn't it wasn't one of the comic uh, Supernova. conventions.
1: Supernova.
0: Supernova, right.
1: Yeah. So I was, I really, because I hadn't been to, I've been to one of them before, but not really for a I've never taken a per- picture with someone like an idol sort of thing that I've yeah so <laughs> uh, I went down there and I was really nervous and when we were waiting in line it was just such a surreal experience like in a minute you were going to go see her and then they we opened they opened up the little gate and we got in there and she was standing there and I was so excited and we got a photo with her and then after a autograph and I really like that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah well,
0: I mean tell us about that they say they say you know sometimes you shouldn't meet your he- meet your heroes shouldn't meet your heroes huh uh, but in this case me- meeting your heroes was pretty exciting. Tell us about that Lily, about meeting your heroes
1: um, so yeah, I just I feel like that was such an amazing experience meeting your hero I had a fan account for Millie Boy Brown and I have like all this Stranger Things stuff and it was just the best experience because she was such a lovely person even when we went to like meet her at the photo opportunity and the autographs that was just she was just so sweet and we also had a um a big like Q&A with her and I really enjoyed that also so it was just such a really fun experience And What did she say yes. to you when
0: you first met her and, and it was all about your, your heart was beating like a thousand oh miles God. an hour there huh?
1: Yeah I was so nervous so then first picture that didn't turn out too good <laughs> but then second one we got another um we had to retake the photo and then after she was like she grabbed me and she's like oh my gosh your heart is beating so fast and I was like so scared I was like oh and um that was I was just as soon as I got out of there I was crying my eyes out but um yeah so yeah okay so what about you (laughs)
0: Well I, I guess some of the some of the best things I've done I mean, I mean we have to say we have to say and be, be right I'm um, loving uh, sort of having you in the first place. that was a pretty special day when, when, <laughs> when we rolled out with a, a baby bub way back in uh, 2007. That was a pretty special time some of the best things we've done. Um, I, I guess from a, from my a, uh, otherwise personal uh, position, um, diving or in, in cages with great white sharks is a, is a really high up on my list. Actually, leaning out of a cage a couple of times and touching one has been pretty special. I've been lucky enough to do that in two countries, in Australia and in South Africa. And um, in, uh, in Australia we were off the um, Neptune Islands which was fantastic I reached out and touched one of the great whites and then I had another one over my shoulder munching on the bars of the cage trying to find where the blood was coming Aww. from and look that's pretty special to me I mean I love diving anyway and that was super cool I've been lucky enough to say I've you know one of my friends always reminds me I've been lucky enough to, to feed a um feed a grizzly a baby grizzly bear a, a salmon and I've fed a moose a banana up in Canada Wow that's really cool <laughs> Yeah it was pretty bizarre it was on a on a on a um a ranch up there just uh, out of um out of uh, in the Canadian sort of Rockies, and uh, he, he wandered through the, the woods. and The guy said, "Give him a banana. He loves bananas." This particular moose and uh, twisted his head round and came out of the, the forest and munched on a banana. On a banana. Other things are very quickly, from my perspective, I guess some of the other stuff that I really love doing is traveling to the UK. Uh, having been born in Portsmouth, it still holds a, a special place uh, with me. And um, g- going to Greece and Italy with my family in the past. But we got to put one one uh, the last one I'd mention is, and you were with me. Uh, it was about six years ago when the Waratahs, my, my rugby team, won the Super 14 title. And what did I say to you? Do you remember what I said to you? You, you asked, <laughs> could you come to the game? I'd been to a lot of the games with my mates. Do you remember what I said to you when you wanted to come to the final?
1: Yes. You were like... Oh yeah, you can come, but you might see me cry because you were just like so excited for the final, and yeah.
0: Well, put it in context. It was like twenty something years of pain when we hadn't reached the final, hadn't won the games we wanted to win. We got close a couple of times and then got smashed. And then um, that night when uh, Foley kicked that goal, oh boy, how good was that?
1: That was amazing.
0: And did your old man cry? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I admit, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit that I cried. It was probably the highlight, sporting highlight of my life as far as that sort of happening, and that was pretty brilliant. And um, yeah, so that was a, that was a big night and a big a big sort of occasion. Now, talking about meeting heroes, um, mm-hmm. just very quickly, who have been your, obviously Millie, Bobby Brown. Yep. Who are sort of your your current heroes and, and why?
1: So yeah, Millie Boy Brown is probably like my main hero. I really love her so much. But some other heroes I have, I have some like singers I really like. Oh, um, I like Taylor Swift, uh, Billie Eilish, Melanie Martinez, those sort of people. Those are like my singer idols. They're really nice. And yeah, do you have any idols that
0: uh, well like. I'll date myself a bit yeah as, as a kid probably younger well, younger than you when I was about five five and six it was a uh, mum used to, my mum used to get me uh, Batman comics love Batman and of course Tarzan I guess but then it kind of grew from there I guess it, it kind of grew to um then foot football heroes so yeah. people that played for St George in the early stages and then not a, and, and manly Waringa but a lot of rugby league heroes especially um which it was a lot of fun. I used to go to the football a lot on a Sunday and go and watch watch those games, and that's really part of me sort of growing up. But I guess, yeah, I guess now, from a from an adult perspective, my heroes now are people I really admire are the ones who go out there and try and save wildlife. Yes, you know, there's people out there saving the rhinos. There's people out there saving the oceans, sharks, and things like that. So they're kind of my current heroes. Right mm-hmm. now, <laughs> talking about heroes and, and meeting a hero, saying your your heart was beating and you were crying and stuff. Um, yes. let's talk let's talk. I guess a little bit about emotions and 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 what sort of uh, you think triggered that that whole um episode with Millie Bobby Brown and the excitement of that of that sort of moment. Tell us about that. Tell us about emotions.
1: So I had I had been like obsessing over her I had like all these little things and I would just like look at her from the TV or movies like Godzilla King of Monsters and just watch her and I'd be like wow but then seeing her in person is just another experience because even if it's like a TV like TV show host or whatever seeing them in person is a different experience and you're like wow I've seen you on TV and then since it was your idol it was just sort of a special moment which really like triggered me and made me like cry a lot and Yeah, so
0: and it was everything you expected? Yes. <laughs> now you t- you mentioned also um another one was was Taylor Swift. You got to see Taylor Swift in concert. Um yes. how was that seeing seeing the, the her live I guess play across the road from you?
1: Yeah, so even though we were near the back, it was still really cool being in like really close distance to her and Um hearing her live, it was just such an amazing experience and just concerts in general. I feel like hearing the person that you look up to as a musician is really just inspiring and I think it's a good experience going to a concert. So
2: Yes.
0: Now um Topic at the moment and a very popular person at the moment mm-hmm. in in the, in the pop world is Billie Eilish. What what's the yes. what's the appeal of Billie Eilish? And I mean, look, the the one thing I don't know a lot of her songs and stuff, but I I tend to admire what her and her brother have done. You know, f- recording songs in their home in one of their spare yes. rooms, like a bit like we're doing now with our podcast. So, mm-hmm. what's the appeal with Billie Eilish? And what do you find fascinating or interesting about her?
1: I feel like the thing that people like me find fascinating about her is she's so different. Where we have pop singers nowadays, they have like their dress, their like normal like pink dress and they just go out and sing. But with Billie Eilish, she has a different sort of fashion style, which I think draws more people and like brings attention to her. And it's really unique and really cool fashion. And also her songs, along with her fashion, is really different. And Sort of like a different sort of taste in the pop world, and I think that's really cool and something we really need. Just different bits of music.
0: So, so being different, you think's a, g- a good thing, anyway. Huh? Just standing yeah. out from the standing out from the crowd a bit more. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. What about her songs? Are her songs different to what everybody else is putting out? Do you think?
1: Yeah, like the messages, they're sort of like different. Instead of like breakups and love, it's she. She has songs around that, but also different ones about feelings and all these different sort of, all these different sort of um genre songs, which is really cool and really speaks to d- people in different ways. And that's why I think music is really cool. And her songs um really show that.
0: Now, now bring it back to we're talking about emotions. We talked about emotions with Millie Bobby Brown, and tell us what sort of emotions do you go through when you hear particular songs from from somebody like Billie Eilish or or, or um. Or um, Taylor Swift and things like that. What sort of emotions do you feel? What does it What does it draw out in you as far as emotions are concerned?
1: Well, with Taylor Swift, some of her songs really, like, they make me feel, like, really sad. Or just, like, sort of calms, like, soon you'll get better. But I really like some, like, paper rings or whatever. And they're really just, they make me feel, like, motivated and to get up and get active and just have like really positive day and with Billie Eilish some of them make me feel like good but they just really like hit the different parts like my emotions and trigger something I didn't know I had and they make me feel really special and (laughs) I guess that's why people really like Billie Eilish in that sense.
0: So, well, you like singing yeah. yourself, so so do you want do you yeah. want to emulate people <laughs> like those guys, or do you, do you take a little bit of what they what they're doing on stage or on on, on a video or um, mm-hmm. in, in their songs in general? Do you want, do you take a bit of that and want to sort of I guess emulate that in your own if you want to get singing in your own sort of career?
1: Yeah, I would really like to do that. That's probably really far off, but um, yeah, that would be really nice. What about you? Not as singing, but like songs that like trigger your emotions and that sort of stuff.
0: Uh, tr- songs that <laughs> trigger my emotions. Are probably yes. the one that triggers my emotions most is, this happened recently, but, uh, Anzac Day. Talk mm-hmm. Anzac Day. And um, just so for the, anybody who doesn't know, that's the Australia and New Zealand Army Corps. It's a big day. It's like a Veterans Day in Australia. And with, my mm-hmm. gran- with your great-grandfather, my grandfather, and I think it's my great-great-uncle, um, he fought in the First World War. Grandfather fought in the Second World War uh, in Africa with the um, rats of Tobruk. I guess when I hear that song and the band played Walsing Matilda, really emotional. Mm-hmm. I find Anzac Day probably the most emotional day in Australia for me, anyway, for for that perspective and for all everything the um. Everything the uh, the veterans did for this country to make it uh, as I guess carefree and as happy and as free as we are, but they're the ones. And I guess I say it's back to sports that makes me emotional. Songs yeah. wise, that's probably the the song that makes me most emotional. There's a lot of others from my my childhood that I still remember. Well, as like well.
1: songs that put you in a good mood. Like, do you have like a sort of Get ready, like get active song that makes you feel like oh motivated.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a real wide genre of songs, I guess, a real wide sort of genre of songs that are everything from um, I guess from my childhood again, but even today, I mean, there's songs today that I, that I really love. I love things by um across the across the um uh, the broad spectrum from the Beatles to uh, yeah. Green Day to things like that. A lot of lot of songs to the Killers, so it's a real wide sort of spectrum with me. Anyway, okay, we come to the final part of our show, and yep. we're going to be talking now. <laughs> yeah. About the bucket list and what's on. Yes. Let's talk bucket lists. What's on? What's on your bucket list? What would you like to do in the immediate future once we, of course, get out of this current pandemic we're in? What would you like to do as you're uh, in the immediate future? What are some of the plans from a, a 12 going on 13 year old girl? What's what's some of your highlights you'd like to do?
1: Okay, so I would really, really like to. Um, travel around the world, I'd really like to go to America again, go to different states I haven't been to, maybe go to California or New York again, that'd be really fun.
0: Why? Why Why America again?
1: Because I think it's just a really, it's a really fun special place, it's a lot different to Australia and but I just, I really like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where I else? I'd also really like to go to England and visit London because there's lots of museums really cool places to go around there and that's really fun and interesting and one more thing I'd really like to do is go to an award show if it's a music show tv show um, movie show whatever i really just like to visit that cuz i think that'd be a really cool experience to do what so I you mean? want to go
0: to the grammys and see uh, yes. taylor swift and, and billie <laughs> eilish win something
1: yes please yeah,
0: well, it sounds like a lot of your bucket list is travel which is mm-hmm. which is pretty obvious you know it, it's sort of travel and that's so that's not a bad thing to have i'm i'm in the same sort of boat as well with with travel but talking about that we have our um we have a guest this morning it's it's uh, <laughs> your mum my wife Dottie, is here hello
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, now now Dot, um, as far as bucket lists, what do you have in your bucket list in the immediate sort of future?
2: Oh, I wanted to answer about the singing of all my female <laughs> singers. I love like Alanis Morissette and Tori Amos, but no, it's all right, bucket lists. <laughs> it, I guess travel, because um, it's something I feel like we've gotten away from over the years, probably since we've had Lily um yeah we are our, our, our travel sort of tends to be just to go back to the u.s which isn't there's nothing wrong with that I, I love the states i'm from the east coast but um it'd be nice to explore like you said europe or greece now as a family
0: yeah i mean we've we've done we've done we've, done, we've talked about um going to tokyo together we've talked yeah about that
2: was great i yeah. did love that and it's not far from from here which was a that's even um like s- so much better yeah huge advantage
0: and um, I guess from my own perspective, talking about what yes, want to do. Yes,
2: what would you like?
0: Well, I think Greece is look. Uh, growing up, I loved ancient history. Greece is Greece was super super special as far as ancient history and the, the Greeks and, and same with uh, the Roman Empire. So I think if, if we as a family went to went to Greece, travel the Greek yeah, islands, that'd be nice. And uh, of course, you know, you you've, you're a big fan of watching the the Durrells on, on television there.
2: And Greek food.
0: Great series, yeah. Greek food and um going to places like Corfu. Some of those islands are pretty special. Mm. Um there and the other one, of course, yeah, as Lee touched. on, and I, I tend to agree with, is going to the UK because very yeah. special. Born down near a, down near a naval base in Portsmouth, but you know, I had great times with with Lily, Lily's Lily's grand, my mum and my stepfather Jeremy. Yeah. Um, great times exploring all parts of the UK, uh, Scotland, bits of Wales and England, and a lot of fun. As Lily said, fantastic museums in London, but the rest of the country outside, for such a small little island, so green. Uh, fantastic little pubs, great villages, and and lots of great people and things to do there as well. Exciting place.
2: Yeah, no, I'd I'd love to do that. I did years ago. Um, the, I went to a couple great schools that had trips, and I did some of those. Um, I did some of those places or or went there, you know, as a as a child, but never really took in the museums, and I wasn't into the food and coffee and all that whole you know, the flavour. So I would love to do that now. I really would.
0: Well, we've got some, got some uh, trips up our sleeve, but yeah, gosh yeah. knows when everything, all the borders will open up again and the, and the uh, airlines will be available. But thanks very much, everybody, for listening. Uh, that's another another episode of Up Next with Lily and Tim and guest today. Uh, my, my beautiful wife and uh, uh, beautiful mother to Lily is <laughs> Dot. Oh, thank thanks you. very much, yeah. everybody, for listening, and we'll sign off. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.